You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice though, they really mean flavor. Like in your face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either, but it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice, anything but subtle. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Take About Podcast. I'm Sydney Lucas. And I'm Eli Tokash. Welcome to our 15th episode, everyone. <laughs> yes, we're very excited. Guys, this is going to be a very, very special month for this podcast. And we have some incredible guests lined up. And we're going to start that today with our 15th episode. It, you, you may or may not know by the title now, we have Ian Armitage on the podcast today. And we talk about his love for Hamilton and theater in general, his current show that he's in, Young Sheldon, and all of that good stuff. So we're excited. So e- Eli and I have known Ian we when, when I was in Fun Home and when Eli was in Finding Neverland, because Ian would always visit the theaters. And I knew Ian from Pippin. Oh, you knew Ian Neverland. from Neverland. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's a long time ago. So yeah, Ian yeah. would Ian would just like come visit the theaters, and he was like, everyone just loves Ian so much. He first of all, he's like an adult in a in a child's body. He always has been. He's so so smart and so mature and just the just the sweetest person in the world and and we love him and we love his parents and yes yeah literally i mean like he even came to like my last show in fun home and 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 he just like kind of like celebrated with us and and was there for like my final autograph line and and he's he's just always so like just everyone just loves being around him he's such he's so so positive and we are so excited to have him on the podcast yeah i don't know you guys will probably get this from listening to him but he has such a special aura around him and he's like so knowledgeable and he's like literally we can't stress how smart he is like literally for those also like a little background before you listen to it he was like a quote unquote theater critic um (laughs) who of course was the nicest theater critic which is why he would always come to the shows but every actor would never forget him because he was this tiny little kid who was never shy to ask questions and he had these tap shoes on so he would always <laughs> ask you to dance like he, he's just like the cutest and outgoing and smartest kid that like we knew and we would never forget him so 
yeah we were excited to reconnect with him i mean fun home it's a it's a pretty intense uh story it's a pretty intense show so when we heard that like a seven-year-old was going to be coming and if we saw a seven-year-old in the audience to not be alarmed like so we're like oh okay this is going to be interesting but then we met ian and we're like oh he's he's like and and then i i watched his his like video after after it like when he reviewed fun home and just i don't know the depth it is, <sighs> the depth of his understanding of the show and you know how he recognized the importance of the show was just mind-boggling to me i'm like he's like seven years old how is he this smart but but seriously he's like one of the smartest people just quickly on top of being like a theater critic he was also like always interview actors so it was we talked a little bit about this in the episode, but it was really cool to like get to interview him for once and get yeah. to talk about his love for theater and like his journey and how he started in theater and stuff like that. So it was really cool. And I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Yeah, it was like a whole full circle moment. Well, yeah. without further ado, Ian Armitage, curtain up. <laughs> On today's episode of Take a Bow, we have America's favorite theater critic who is now starring as the title role in Young Sheldon, starting at the young age of eight. We have the super uber talented Ian Armitage. Yay! Welcome to the podcast, Ian. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Every time I'm with my, well, every, my mom and I love listening to your podcast. No way! we have a little like sleepover thing. So oh, your podcast. that's thank the you. thank you so much, Ian. That means so much. How have you been? What have you been doing during quarantine? Well, mostly I've been doing a lot of jumping on my trampoline. Oh, I've been trying to stay kind of, I've been trying to get a good balance between watching TV and exercising. I love it. <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of Taekwondo. Ooh. Yes, I've been learning Russian. <gasps> I've been bouncing on my trampoline a lot. Hang out with my hamster. Hang you out have a hamster? Mama. Oh my god. This is amazing. And no way. I'm literally about to learn Russian, like in a couple of days. So you and I have to like practice together. Wait, from who? From well, I'm learning on an application called Pimsler because I'm like super into like learning languages. But I have no one to speak with. So exactly. we're gonna have to speak we'll practice together. Do you have someone who like speaks Russian that you can talk to? Well, my teacher, Miss Mora on Young Sheldon has a friend named Miss Marina, who's super awesome. And she speaks like 50 bajillion languages. She's a black belt in Taekwondo. She's like, she's amazing. But anyway, we've been doing Russian together. We've been doing Zoom calls and we've been doing Russian and math. (laughs) I love it. So she's giving you like little tutoring sessions in Russian. Yeah, she's really awesome. People like that, amazing. Is she teaching you math in Russian? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not there yet. Wait, I have two questions to follow up with that. A, can you do a flip on a trampoline? And B, what color belt are you in Taekwondo? Love those questions. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I can do a flip on the trampoline. One of my favorite flips to do is I, least, I recently learned how to do a backdrop on the trampoline where you land on your back. Oh. So it was flip and then land on my back. And then stand up because a oh. it's easier. It looks cooler, but it's actually really easy. Easier, like, <laughs> and also if you do that, you can do that. You know when people just keep flipping, 
in a yeah. row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip, land on your back, your feet. Flip, land on your back, your feet, and just keep going. Oh, yeah. I love it. That That's must be so fun. Exciting. And what color belt are you? Oh, and also the belt. I'm, my brain during quarantine is... <laughs> same, same. My belt is a first brown belt, so it's half Ooh. black, half brown. Oh, my God. That's, that's so exciting. Like, that's very advanced. How long have you been doing Taekwondo? I've been doing it since I was four, eight years. Eight years. Wow. <laughs> Almost a decade. Are you that's still tapping? Crazy. I am definitely tapping. I never oh stopped tapping. That makes my heart happy. We actually had Anthony Rosenthal on, and he said that he actually gave you a few of his old tap shoes. Anthony is amazing. Yeah, he Anthony is. is the best. He is like awesome (laughs) actually i think he visited the set of young children a while ago about a year ago yeah he did he is absolutely incredible and he has some pretty amazing tap shoes and i must say (laughs) i think he used a toothbrush because they always smell amazing oh (laughs) well that's good we don't want any stinky feet (laughs) yeah shoes always sound kind of scary but he takes good care of his taps hey perfect can't complain good to know good hand-me-downs right yeah well i've been (laughs) tapping since before I started talking about, I've, I've been saying I've been tapping since I was born, but I've been tapping since I was two years old. So I guess I could come up with like a new martial art that's a mixture of tapping and martial arts. Awesome. You're going to have yeah. to write a musical of Taekwondo and tapping. Yes. And incorporate yeah, the two. Person. No. I love it. That's incredible. Oh my God. Feel the wrath of my tap shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I've already got a fight scene planned, so... Oh, oh! I can't wait for this. This is going to be so exciting. Kick, 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 left. Again. Oh, course line action here. Yeah, okay. it's kind of like the, the Rockettes. Like I was yeah, saying, right? I was like thinking it's awesome. like. Yeah. This is amazing, interesting, right? Hamilton references, chorus line references, Rockettes. So. Right? I love you, it. Get, you got the kicks. You got the tapping. Yeah. You're a Rockette in the making. That's it. The three of us are writing a musical. I've decided. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. Okay, so Ian, you obviously have an undying love for theater, and you called yourself Ian Loves Theater when you were a theater critic. You instantly caught people's attention when you would go see shows and would review shows because your knowledge and your positivity and all of that, people instantly fell in love with you. So that being said, what got you into theater and what inspired you to start recording? Well, first of all, I still am a theater critic. I am by that's all the what way. You'll always be. I'm sure literally everyone listening to this podcast agrees because if you don't like theater, why are you listening to the best theater podcast ever? <laughs> theater, I think, you know, I I mean, I am an actor now and I first of all, I really want to act on stage. I love acting on screen, but I really want to act on stage. And then also, I've always just kind of loved going to the theater. I mean, I I like watching movies, I like watching TV, but I think my favorite form of entertainment by far is theater because it's just, you know, it's a little bit different every time you see it. You can watch the same theater show over a hundred times and never get tired of it. Also, a lot of times people think of critics as like, oh, critics. That's why I'm a reviewer, <laughs> not a critic. Yeah, I I always love being positive about things I love. So theater That's... is one of the things I love most. And I love reviewing, I love singing tapping acting all those things so that's what we loved about you so much you you were always like so positive about you always had something nice to say going off of that 
you said you would want to act on stage before. Do you have a specific role you would want to play? Have you thought about that? Oh my goodness. So for the longest time, I said every show I've ever seen rolled up into one character. And I still go by that answer. An infinity character. Infinity character. (laughs) I feel like an hours long performance though. Oh my God. I would love to see that though. Yeah, same. Five minutes of every show in existence would be at least three days. Because yeah, we go back to like ancient Rome. Anyway, Phantom of the Opera maybe because Phantom of the Opera, Alexander Hamilton because I know every single word. Fair, yeah. Maybe Pippin. There's so many good characters. Evan Hansen. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. There's so many good characters. You guys are so mean. You're making me. <laughs> okay. Do you, have, okay. do you have like a a type of character that you would want to play? I would like to actually play a villain because I've heard playing villains is very fun. Do you want oh. to play a villain? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm a positive person, but it would be fun to play a villain. I I can't see you being like a villain. You're just so you're too nice and bubbly. <laughs> That's exactly why I would want to see him play a villain because he's like the most positive person in the world. I'm so intrigued now. It's like I'm gonna twirl my mustache in a very bright way. <laughs> you would be like that. the antagonist that really is like the protagonist. This is my doom ray of glitter. <laughs> You always went to go see shows in your tap shoes. Hey, what? I still do. You still, still do. do. I love it. I can't see any shows, but respect the taps. Respect How did the that taps. happen? Never changed. Did you just like randomly wear taps one day? Well, first of all, it's it's a lot louder than just clapping. So I can okay. really show how much I love a show. Oh. I never thought of it. You were yeah. so, that's so innovative. Yeah. And then second of all, whenever I go to see a show, oftentimes we'll go backstage and a lot of awesome musical theater has tap dancing. Uh-huh. So if the people started tap dancing, I'd just be kind of like, can I join in? And it was kind of born out of necessity. I really wanted to show how much I love the theater. So I had to be able to be louder than all the other people. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love that. What an answer. Tap dancing, that was my thing. I absolutely love that. I loved seeing you. You visited Fun Home a lot. And you also, the year that, 2015, you were Perez Hilton's correspondent on the Tony Awards red carpet, which, first of all, by the way, I was so relieved to see another kid there, by the way, because there were so many, like, the craziest adults, like, around us and, like, just the biggest people ever. And when I saw you, I just remember like taking a sigh of relief, like, oh my gosh, there's another kid here. But what was it like going to the Tony Awards after like entire, li- I, I can only imagine you've watched the Tony Awards before doing that. What was it like going to the Tony Awards and, and like interviewing people on the red carpet? Every single year I've watched the Tony Awards. Mm-hmm. I love the Tony Awards. I mean, I love musical theater. And then at the Tony Awards, you get to see like a song from every show that's nominated. So it's awesome. It was kind of insane. I remember I did that for a while actually for like a couple years i think like maybe three or tony seasons but anyway i have to remember we would walk to the red carpet and i would be in my tuxedo i think actually my first tuxedo was like a magician's costume online that we had like tailors like that's (laughs) awesome oh my god so anyway but i remember walking there and we stopped at like a la panquitidian or something so i could like use the restroom i just remember thinking 
I am the luckiest kid in the world. I'm going to get to go interview amazing people who have been in these shows that I admire so much. These people who I look up to, these people who I want to be when I grow up. And I'm just going to get to watch it all unfold. It's, it's awesome. So, uh, you know, walking through there and being able to show my appreciation, I think, is the main thing. Because a lot of people get to see, you know, a show. But I've always felt glad that I can review and, you know, show how much I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that at such a young age, you were just, like, thinking of how lucky you were. That's, like, I mean, you've always been an adult in a human, in a yeah. child's body. Always. Old soul, young heart. That's yeah, always right. the always a young heart, yeah. Young mind, too. <laughs> I don't want to be young heart. <laughs> Very mature. My mind's here, my heart's up here. Yeah. Switch. <laughs> there you go. I know I you guys can't see it, but I just pointed to my where my heart is with when I said mind, and then where my mind is when I said heart. So that's why it was funny. <laughs> I know jokes like that don't always come across in podcasts. Yes, we have heart. to always like explain what we're doing. We always forget that people can't see us sometimes. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of a lot of times when you're talking, physical gestures are a big part of you know talking. <laughs> So oh, you know, sure. they're like, uh, when you make that kind of shrugging gesture, exactly, mouth, it's kind of hard. You can't do that on a podcast. Yeah, the <laughs> facial expressions, everything. Okay, so I know you've mentioned it before. We're going to talk about Hamilton really quickly. On the podcast, I mean, everyone knows that we're big Hamilton fans here. And Ian, you've had quite a special impact on the uh, Hamilton cast, like even from way in the beginning, like original... Broadway cast and even at the public you were the first to review Hamilton and have since created a special bond and you got to like perform ham for ham and stuff like that and now your dad is the king on Broadway so how much does this show mean to you and I mean how cool is it that your dad is in like one of your favorite shows that you've admired for so long it is amazing sometimes like I think about it and I'm just kind of like Wow. <laughs> my dad is in my favorite show. Well, one of my favorite shows. I love all Broadway shows. One of my favorite yeah. shows. I was like, well, I love all Broadway, so I'm obligated to say one of my favorites. There you um, go. There you go. But first of all, the review thing was actually a happy accident. We weren't really supposed to post it that early. Oh, oh my God. Fun. We took it. I decided, you know, we'll take the review and then we can post it in like, I think it was six hours and, you know, when, when we're allowed to, but I think it was actually supposed to be like 12 hours or something. Some, we, we had gotten the wrong time. So we put it out after, I don't know, or maybe, maybe it was six hours and we put it out after like two or something. So we uh, put it out after, you know, however many hours. And then we were like about four or five hours earlier than all other reviewers oh. and critics. So, yay. Hey, it's pretty cool that you can say you were like the first to. I was the first to review it because I broke all the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's okay. If they would be okay with anyone breaking the rules, it would be you. I hope so because I did. (laughs) The other thing is with dad, I remember I actually made a special Ian Loves Theater announcement like six years ago. It was sixes. Uh, Six years ago, I was on... No, not this couch because we just got a new couch. I was on our old couch right here in this spot, though. And I had on my inflatable king crown, which is now upstairs in my room. And I was saying, you know, my dad's going to be in Hamilton. And I'm so excited. But I didn't realize how truly 
amazing it would be to have my dad in Hamilton. Because every time we visit now, you know, I can go backstage with him. I can say hello to everyone. <laughs> One, like, it's, it's just so awesome. He's amazing. So wait, wait, wait. How long has your dad been in the show? You said six years? It's not... Well, oh, sorry. Wait, it wasn't six years. It was... Wait. One, two, three. It was three. Three. That's still that a long time. Now, in those three... In that three-year span, how many times have you seen your dad in the show? I think I saw dad... Well, I've seen it seven, seven times, I think. So uh-huh. I saw dad four times. Two wow. times with... It was maybe Jonathan Groff. And then I saw it once at the public theater when it was still Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tell Your Story. Sure. So oh. we waited eight hours in line for tickets. And mom was like, do you really want to do this? And I said, yes. And there was a lady there. <laughs> and we said, is it really good? And she said, it's the most amazing thing I've seen in my life. Wow. And we were kind of like, oh, that's really cool. That's really nice. You kind of were like, ah, no way that's possible. I mean, I'm- <laughs> With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, I love musical theater so much, but there's so many good things out there. One thing can't be the best out of them all. Mm-hmm. Hamilton is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hamilton is awesome. Yes. How many times have you seen it on Disney Plus? We have it on loop. In our oh, yeah. I bet. We've rigged our TV to just continue <laughs> I've seen it at least 20 times snippets of it. Like, I saw the whole thing, like, three times. And then at least 20 times just walking by, I've seen parts of it. Sometimes I'll just stop and start singing, which is so yeah. Since I know all of it, I, you know, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, just have a background music. I'm glad you're not sick of it yet. Hey, <laughs> how dare you? I'm <laughs> Hey, I'm on, I'm in the same boat as you. I've seen it about seven times, and yeah, we're, we're we always it. talking about we can't it. Can't get sick of it. I don't understand when people say they're sick of it. I'm just kind of like, how's that possible? Okay, that's your opinion, and it's completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> we have to talk about the obvious, young Sheldon. How did you go from the youngest and most beloved theater critic? to the lead in Young Sheldon. How did you get that role? Well, actually, it was because of my theater reviews that I started doing auditions for acting. Mm-hmm. So my very first thing was Big Little Lies season one. And I got that when I was seven. 
I think I, I think I got it when I was six. And then we started filming when I was seven. I think casual. My birthday. Yeah, you know. It was amazing because you know I didn't go in with any like, oh, I know these people from all their movies because I was seven. I hadn't seen a lot of movies that the people I worked with were in were not appropriate for a seven year old. And also, <laughs> I didn't watch that much TV anyway, which is kind of ironic. Yeah, so I I I went in and, and I just my first experience with acting was so many amazing, down to earth, funny, kind nice people who were always willing to like you know give me pointers for like everything from like where I should stand so the camera can see me to like like just little things that helped so much and also it was just kind of reassuring to have so many people who were so confident because you know I of course was like is that a camera I thought a camera looked like this like those little <laughs> I was thinking of like an iPhone. So I was thinking, why do they need those? And it's on a big cart. That's as big as me. <laughs> yeah, seriously. The whole camera is larger than my body. But, <laughs> yeah, so after I got used to the crazy cameras, it, you know, it, it's been a wonderful experience. I feel, you know, like I said, I feel very, very lucky because I get to make people happy. That's my yeah. job. And, you know, I... It just feels so good. I can, I'm, do, I'm doing a comedy. I'm doing a funny show with some amazing people, wonderful writers, awesome, awesome cast members. And, like, our whole crew is just so kind, so funny, so amazing. And, you know, I, I feel very lucky. And so you just auditioned for the role? Yeah, so I got that when I was eight. So we auditioned at Christmas, in, during Christmas, at my grandmother's house. Oh. So we were in her study and they gave me like a two page monologue that I had to memorize. George Sr. yelled something like, Sheldon, get down here for dinner or something. And then mm-hmm. he said, like, get down here right now, Sheldon, or blah, 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 blah. Or like, I'll take away your, you know, library privilege, something weird. Right. <laughs> Sheldon would not like, I won't let you have any more science things. <laughs> you can't do your homework anymore. I won't let you do your homework, child. <laughs> so I did that and I didn't really, you know, Miss Jamie, who's my wonderful, amazing and awesome agent had told me this is a pretty big thing. So I wasn't necessarily expecting to get it. It was just a fun audition and a funny one. But when I got it, I had no idea what I was walking into. I didn't really know about the Big Bang Theory. So I went in kind of clueless. And as I started realizing how, you know, big, the it's called the Big Bang Theory, I should have guessed. <laughs> the Big Bang Theory, I kind of like, I realized how lucky I was to get that part. Wow, luck has really been coming up a lot. Yeah. I think we're all very lucky. I think... Yeah, you De- definitely. Your podcast and are some of the best theater kids around, oh, and I'm getting you. interviewed by the best theater kids around. I'm lucky. It's so funny. Before you came on, we were talking about like how you interviewed Sydney before, like at the Tonys and stuff like that. And you used to interview like all the kids, and now we're interviewing you, and it's like all full circle. I love like it. A full, full circle moment. Yeah, yeah I've been now. on both ends of interviews, so it's funny because whenever I'm getting interviewed wherever I am or whenever I am interviewing, I always kind of think like, I've done both of these. Yeah. That, that is exact. We've talked about that so much. And I almost feel like both help because if you if you interview someone, you're a better interviewee because you know what an interviewer yeah. is looking for. It's the coolest and, thing. And also like being able to know how hard people work. Like interviewers work very hard. You know, you have to think of like good questions 
First of all, I gotta say, you guys are some of the best interviewers ever. No offense. I love you. <laughs> you know, it's it's just it's nice to be on both. You know, like you said, I love watching your interviews because you are so. Whenever you interview people, like specifically like on the red carpet, you are so quick, so witty, and just like honest. I love that about you so much. It's so, like from Thank the you. from the get go, you've just had like a natural talent for interviewing and 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 being yeah. interviewed. So seriously, well, you guys also so have that the- talent. So I guess it takes one to know one. <laughs> oh, thank you. Look at you. It's such an honor. I know. You're look at so so knowledgeable. Thank you guys. And also, I just want to say, wait, one other thing. You guys are Hamill kids. I want to mention one thing that we forgot to mention when we were talking about Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess we're always talking about Hamilton, but we're, we're always focusing on Hamilton entirely with this conversation. I actually, I think I was, I like to say I was the first Hamill kid because I was one of the first, like, children, children to uh, child, child. Kid, yeah, kid. Child, child. <laughs> I was the first child, child. little man, small child. Small child. <laughs> so I like to call myself the first Hamill kid. So Aww. that is perfect. I love it. I love that so much. I wish I had that like tattooed in my arm. Hamill kid for life. That'll be your first tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, I, I have no life. doubt. <laughs> I love it. Uh, right across your forehead, honor. Too. <laughs> mind you, I do yeah, not like but you don't want to get a tattoo? Temporary. That's fair. That's complete. Yeah. I mean, I mean, sometimes it uh, for acting, it might be. You got a heart. Yeah. my chest. Yeah. yeah. I like two sleeves of tattoos without telling my manager. It's like, I, I kind of got a tattoo across my forehead. <laughs> I hope you don't <laughs> mind. And then have a good yeah, Can you, you imagine? Know, but my hair is covering it, but there is a tattoo under there. Can you imagine if you oh, just got a face tattoo and then like during quarantine and then went back to young sheldon and oh been like God. i hope you don't mind the makeup artist would kill me <laughs> <laughs> who does my makeup for the show she would say like hey and what have you done <laughs> i would not want to face that oh uh, i wouldn't want to either her makeup brushes are sharp on the other end <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, just they're dangerous water, and if you're rude i'll turn the other end yeah <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of sword fighting, but have you heard of makeup brush fighting? Oh my yeah, god! Sword fighting, yeah, makeup brush fighting. Yes, you're definitely inventing. That would be fun. So many things just imagine a ima- imagine a makeup brush fight in the. Uh, do you do trailers or do you war paint? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and also, I made a musical theater reference. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Yes. You're, always, you're killing always. it. So quick. Okay, so like you were saying, at, literally you were eight years old when you found you started Young Sheldon. So I know that you like didn't know like the Big Bang Theory, but you had to have known like obviously the show is called Young Sheldon, and you were playing Young Sheldon. Like, what was the process of like taking on a character of that caliber, and then like once you figured out the whole thing about the Big Bang Theory? How even more exciting was it for you? Well, first of all, I've always kind of wanted to be called Young Young Coopers because I think a lot of times people think like, oh, Young Sheldon, it's about Sheldon. But it's not really all about Sheldon. You know, we get to see like the story of everyone in our family from, you know, Meemaw to Missy. Ooh, two ants. Meemaw to Missy. That sounded cool. Alliteration. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of alliteration. 
I love it. Yeah, I like when you can incorporate the meaning of the word into the word. Like Young Coopers from Me Matamissy. I love that so much. That has a that has a ring that, to it. That has a good little ring to it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we get to explore the lives and kind of the plots of all these characters. But because I did know that I was taking on a big role, even though I didn't know how big at the time, I did know that it was a big role. So many people talk about the Big Bang Theory. And even though I didn't know what that was, I was certainly aware of it. Sure. So, yeah, I actually remember during Big Little Lies, we visited Warner Brothers and I saw a Big Bang Theory poster and I said, what's that? So, oh. I, I saw like, you know, um, we saw like Harry Potter posters and um, I think we saw, we saw like a bunch of old uh, War- uh, Warner Brothers movies and like Harry Potter and thing. Very famous, iconic uh, things that like everyone knows about. And I was just kind of like, What's Big Bang? <laughs> I think I actually even might have asked Miss Moore because she was also my teacher on Big Little Lies. Oh, wow. No way. No crazy. Taking that on, Mr. Jim Parsons actually kind of helped me, well, to get down the Sheldon voice because that, mid- that mid-Atlantic accent is very hard to nail. And, um, oh, I've been losing it over quarantine. I got to practice. Oh, but no. <laughs> that mid-Atlantic accent. Is Quick, you really- aren't allowed to do the rest of the interview in your own accent. You have to do it in your Sheldon accent. Sheldon. Yes, um, you can practice here. I will not allow you to do any more of this interview if you sound like Ian. <laughs> I was trying to Sheldon starting Wait, now. I was already Sheldon, so now I'm going back to Ian. Because now you're going back to Ian. Reverse Wait. psychology. Reverse psychology. 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 <laughs> oh yeah, I remember what we were talking about now. So I th- I just felt very good because. You know, I got I got to work hard, make people happy, but also I knew that since I was a, a pretty important character to it, I knew that I could. I don't know if if I do my best, I knew that you could do it justice. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew that it was a very important thing, and Mr. Jim Parsons is so amazing, and I've seen a lot of clips of Big Bang Theory. Still kind of inappropriate, so not full episodes, but clips a lot. Of clips. Okay. So you know, I've I've I wanted to do Mr. Jim Parsons proud, so. Oh, that's amazing. Did you try to do for the past three seasons? Did you yeah. study him at all? Well, we had some kind of like sessions where we would kind of get together and talk about Sheldon and his manners, not just his voice, but also like how he behaves, what he feels, just kind of get down to be able to kind of slide into Sheldon more easily. Sure. sure. I like to say, you know, like when I'm wearing the Sheldon costume, I actually do feel more like Sheldon. A lot of people say stuff like that, but it really does. But just to kind of get Sheldon down. So I have studied him a bit also in clips and things when I was learning the character. Mm -hmm. But now when I come into set, I just kind of, I mean, there's not really one point in the day where I turn into Sheldon. It's sort of like, you know, I'm getting on my clothes. I go up to hair and makeup. I do all those different things. And then when I come out, it's Sheldon. Yeah. It's it's kind of like flipping a switch, but it takes a little kind of, yeah. Sure, you got it, yeah. Yeah. you, You slowly build the character. Yeah. yeah, throughout like the morning, and then all of a sudden, like, whoa, how'd yeah. I get here? Whoa, I'm here. <laughs> it's kind of like I'm growing up. It. Like you, you don't actively know you're growing up until all yeah. of a sudden you're like, whoa, what? And then you're what? like, I'm Sheldon now. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's weird because during lunch, I'm kind of like two people. Yeah. Uh, Sheldon and Ian. Oh, <laughs> you had the clothes on, and then you're yourself. All right. Yes. Most recently, you had a movie come out that you were recently in called Scoob, and you played the voice of young Shaggy, correct? I did. 
Yes. Okay. So obviously that's quite a big difference from doing Young Sheldon. Do you like the process of just voice acting and like the animation and everything like that? I really do love doing live action because, you know, I I can express, like we were saying earlier, you can express more through moving your body around and like I'm doing with my arms right now, but no one can see it. (laughs) It's kind of a little bit easier with live, uh, with live action. But when you're doing voice, it's actually really fun because occasionally they'll have already animated a scene so you can see the character while you're doing it. So they'll have like, it goes like, dee, 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 and then you say your line right at that dude. <laughs> it kind of sounds like that game Simon. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's usually only two hours because they don't want your voice to get tired, so. Oh, no, my voice is so raspy from doing two hours of this. My voice doesn't get that raspy that easily, so. I'm I have fine with it. And then also, like, you could come up in your pajamas, and they don't care. I mean, actually, yeah. I'm wearing pajama bottoms right now. I guess that's what everyone's doing during quarantine. Me too. Oh, nice. I'm professional. I'm still wearing my pajama bottoms, but you can't see. <laughs> so am I. The audience can't see because podcast. Yes. They'll never know. They'll never know the truth. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. I love that. It's very Christmassy right now. Yeah, yes. I was about to say, like, it's, like, like, like very Christmassy. I know you guys can't see it, so I'm wearing a red t-shirt and red, uh, red and gray pajama bottoms, so, yes, I'm very Close Christmassy. to a candy ni- candy cane, but not and, Yeah, candy cane, and you're matching with your pillow. Oh, and... And his couch, oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. This is crazy, okay. Amazing. This is love that. Such a feeling. I can't even imagine. This conversation has gone to new heights. <laughs> I know. So coordinated. I know you mentioned it before because you were talking about your young Sheldon cast and you're actually working with incredible people, but one of my good friends, Annie Potts. So what has that been like for you? Like you guys seem like you have such a special bond and even to this day, like I still, her and I text every once in a while. So I I love her. So tell her I say hello when you see her. Of course. And also I feel like Miss Annie's one of those people that first of all, she's instantly likable. Like she's a very funny, nice, outgoing, sweet, and amazing lady. Second yeah. of all, I feel like every time someone meets her, they automatically I like I think of her as my Mima, my Miss Annie, my oh. my my grandma, kind of. Um and I think a lot of people feel that way because she's just so fun to hang around with. You're like, she's my Mima. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've gotten into numerous fights about my Mima, no my Mima, no <laughs> me and Reagan and me and Miss Annie's friends. It's very mature, but Miss um, <laughs> Annie's just a really nice person. Like she she's like the kind of person where you kind of almost can't help but fall in love with her. She's like Aww. sweet, funny, awesome, nice, and she makes really good tortilla quesadilla thingamajig. Tortilla <laughs> like quesadillas. Oh, the best. She does like three different cheeses, so it's like a blend and it tastes oh, really good. So good. She the cheese get crispy on the pan too, because oh yes, yeah. she's the best. Oh, oh she's, she's really taking like she. It seems like from my experience working from her and then t- hearing what you're saying, she really takes people under her wing and kind of just looks after them and is seriously like your own personal Mima. <laughs> I love it. Hi. Mima. Remember? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have to. What about getting into fights? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Mima? 
Yes, of course. I'm sorry. Yeah, and Eli and I were actually talking about this before, how we, like, see photos of, of you and her on your Instagram. And it, it can you can tell. You can tell the bond is really strong. So, and it comes through uh, on TV as well. Totally. Yeah, my grandma, my my real grandma, visited set once, and we had a scene. You know that episode where we're playing video games? So oh. we get into video games, and then we. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then Mary comes the other That whole that whole episode, we had a scene where it was just us playing a uh, video game when we first get it. First of all, I love scenes where it's just me and Miss Annie. Yeah. Why? They're yeah. so cute. They were very funny, but my grandma was saying you should, you guys should just keep the camera rolling because even when you're not Sheldon and Mima, you're still kind of Sheldon and Mima because just the way, like we interact and we talk, it's all very. It feels a lot like a grandchild grandmother Definitely. conversation. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. But anyway, yeah. So I miss her very. One of the worst parts of quarantine of not being able to see her, and then also, well, I miss everyone in California. I miss her. And I miss being able to go to the park. Those are my. Uh, I have a lot of friends who I miss. Actually, one of the reasons I got into Russian was a lot of people at the park that I love to go to in California speak Russian. And um, a lot of people actually only speak Russian. So I wanted to learn at least a little bit so that I, I could. love that. Can you say hello real quick in Russian? Well, there are three ways. There's Privet, there's Zdravstvitya, which is kind of formal to like an older person or to someone, like you would say that, it's kind of a fancy. And okay. Zdravstvitya, which is kind of like Zdravstvitya, but not quite. So, so like I would say Zdravstvitya to you guys, if it was kind of like, not, not formal, like Privet would just kind of be like, hey, what's up? Uh, sure. Zdravstvitya would be like, hello. And Zdravstvitya would be like, hello, your grace. Oh. <laughs> your so accent awesome. is so cool. Yeah. Like, obviously, I don't speak, but it sounds really good. It's possible. I have. I <laughs> Thank you, Russian. But I think I inherited that from my granddad. He speaks Vietnamese so well that if he's on the phone, you can't tell that he's not, like, born and raised in Vietnam. No wow. way. He's that good. And he's eaten, like, every animal on the face of the planet. He's had, like, giraffe, wow. snake, and Whoa. Crazy. That's yeah. crazy. That's I don't crazy. Actually, I try to quiz him every time. Yeah. That's bravery right there. How yeah. far on the animal ladder would you go? I like, would go none because I'm a vegetarian. craziest thing oh, I've ever eaten. None. If I, if I did eat meat, I would probably like weird things. Like, I, if I did eat meat, I would probably like eating, like, bugs and snake and stuff. But I don't, so. Yeah. What's the craziest thing you've ever eaten? Oh, God. I like weird food combos. Uh, nice, nice, nice. What's your favorite food combo? Oh, goodness, let me think. Well, just, well, that actually wasn't that weird. I'm trying to think of one of my weirder ones. Weird food combos? Bananas. Pickles, Pickles and, and bananas. bananas. That Pickles sounds so good. Whoa. Banana, I feel like peanut butter, pickles, bananas, and like a little bit of cinnamon or cheese or something. What? You, They're kind of right up. wild. <laughs> you know what my all-time favorite sandwich is? What? Peanut butter jelly and pickles and dill pickles. It's my okay. number one. You I oh. it <laughs> my goodness. Literally, I tasted it ex- totally expecting to hate it. I literally was like prepping my face to hate it and I was like, this is unnaturally <laughs> good. It's actually really good. Because it's kind of like Pickles Highly recommend. Sweet, but they're like, I mean, some pickles are sweet, but like, 
Pickles like are kind of, they got a little bit of something to them. <laughs> like, yeah. Very, it kind of has to be like very sweet jelly though, or jam or whatever. Because sure. like if it's not, it, it, you kind of want to have those clash kind mm. of a little bit. Yeah. And then peanut butter because peanut butter. Because peanut butter. Yeah, you have the same, you have this. more reason needed from peanut butter. That's exactly. Right. You got the savory in the peanut butter. You got the like vinegary and crunchy from the pickle and you got the sweetness from it's like it's crazy and, how well it meshes together and crunchy toast but it's kind of and crunchy toast i could talk about gross food combos for years it's kind of so weird. Nice. i think it's also like it, it, this kind of applies to life i think a lot of people go into things with kind of a closed mind that's why i think one reason i love learning languages is i think it's so important to learn about like other cultures and to learn about, I think food, especially food and music are two big things. If you want to learn about a culture, food and music. Oh yeah. But I think one reason it's important to try things with an open mind, unless it's meat because vegetarian. <laughs> one, one reason. I thought important- I'm vegetarian too. Yeah. You lie. I couldn't survive without meat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I ruined it. Chicken, chicken fingers are like the only thing I eat. It's so bad. Well, it's okay. I'm sorry. I let you down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. If it makes you feel better, I don't eat fish so I don't or, or seafood so I don't kill any of those animals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if that is. I don't know if that does you. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad the fishes aren't being harmed. <laughs> yeah, save the turtles. <laughs> I kill all the pigs, but fish are okay now. <laughs> well, we have fish, so at least they're not a cannibal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the question in his voice. Yeah, I think it's important to go in things with an open mind. Yeah, totally, one hundred percent. Question: Do you eat cereal? Uh, yeah. It's, first I of all, it's the best food in the world. Twenty four seven, eat cereal. I think cereal is like fifty percent of my diet. That's Dude, awesome. It, it gets unhealthy. <laughs> Cheerios are my favorite because there's so many. First of all, I love. I mean, it's just it's a it's a little it's like a little donut. It's like a bunch of little donuts. They're delicious, and also I love Cheerios because you know you could get. If you don't like sugar, you can get plain. If you like sugar, yeah. you can get, they have like they have like chocolate Cheerios. They have like honey Cheerios. They have so many different. They have like cinnamon Cheerios. So you can get whatever you want. They go great with anything. When I was two, I made like cucumber and Cheerio hors d'oeuvres because I just <sighs> loved what hors d'oeuvres were. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wow. Oh, oh my God. Would you like the cucumber and Cheerio hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> 
You're so fancy. You're such a fancy little guy. Got very soggy very quickly. So, so uh, my point is, I would. Have you ever tried putting ice in your cereal? What? I know, I know, I know, I know. I would highly recommend it. Trust me, it's not going to water it down. It's going to make it so cold. And it's, I, I swear, I, I was positive I was going to hate it. P- please try it. Just try it once. It's, it changed my life. Wait, so like you would freeze milk and then cut it? Like- no, you would literally just, you would, put cere- you, would put, you would put your cereal and milk in and then just put ice cubes in it. Wow. Just a couple ice cubes. Just like a, yeah. Would crushed ice work or no? Probably. I don't know if they would melt. Yeah, I actually agree. I've crushed ice is it's kind of weird. Our fridge doesn't really do it right. <laughs> wow, we have feared off time. I just, I just realized I know, we're I'm now like, talking about what tastes best in cereal. I know. I'm getting really hungry right now. <laughs> I have to admit. Same. I think there was actually a cereal cereal place that made like chicken and waffle cereal thing. Uh, what? Uh, I, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Go have a chicken and waffle cereal, Eli. Oh, no. I'm okay. I'll stick to chicken fingers. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> okay. What if we don't do that? Yeah. Maybe not. Okay, so here's what we're gonna play a game now. Called new Two game. True. <laughs> it's Wait, a what? new game. Oh, oh, it's a new game. It's a new game. We've yeah, never we're gonna play before. a new game now and <laughs> yeah, it's called Two Truths and a Lie. So basically what's going to happen is all of us have pretty much prepared three statements. Two of these statements are true statements about us. One of them is a lie. And so the objective of this game is, for example, let's say Ian. Ian says his three statements. Uh, one, uh, Two of them are true statements. One of them is a lie. Eli and I don't know which one is the lie. And our objective is to guess which one is the lie. So what's going to happen is Ian's going to say his three statements. I'm going to set a timer for one minute. And Eli and I can ask him anything to try and figure out what the lie is. And at the end, we're going to put our guesses in. And and we, we'll we'll go through. We'll all, we'll all have our, our three statements. Yeah, we'll all have right. an opportunity. You ready? Ian, do yeah. you want to go first? Okay, one second. I need a second to get my uh, creative juices flowing. You're not allowed. Ooh, okay. <laughs> He's like, no, how dare you? You cannot let your creative juices flow. <laughs> if you want to make a reference to Shrek, you cannot let your freak flag fly. That's you right. Cannot. Another another great example of alliteration. I love I love Shrek. Freak music. flag fly, You're yeah. so good at alliteration. Oh, I love. That's why I'm on this podcast. All right. <laughs> my first Love one. that. Love that. I've had three hamsters before, Isla, Molly, and Natasha. My second statement, one time I made my mom a unicorn for Valentine's Day, like a unicorn out of, like it's like a paper mache unicorn with pictures glued on and things. And my last statement is, I think one second, I need need my juices flowing. Juices flowing, got it. All right, all right, let me think. I think this is the lie. (laughs) <laughs> oh actually okay, okay don't say anything don't say oh. anything sure you don't know you don't know things old prediction beforehand and one time i went to get a tintype picture 
of me, my mom, and my dad all dressed as Civil War people just so that I could say we found a picture of my relatives in our attic and they look just like us. Whoa. Okay, I'll set a timer right now. Ready? Three, two... Sorry, oh, I definitely. I almost never mind. Hold on. I almost said it for 15 for 60 minutes. Thank you very much. Oh my much. god. Okay, 60 seconds. Starting in three, two, one. Okay. Okay, can, so can why specifically a unicorn? Because unicorns are awesome. Okay. Do you litter? Know? True, true, what, true. What is okay, so this whole hamster thing, I'm stuck on this. So you had three of them, but is this at the same time or over the span of... It's no. not at the same time? Okay. They hate each other, so they weren't at the same time. Got it. Do you have a hamster right now? I do have a hamster right now, yes. When was when did you get your first hamster? First hamster I got like a year ago. And wow. you've had three since then? Oh, no. Uh, the first one is still alive. Oh, uh, okay. Ten more seconds. Ooh. This, this <sighs> unicorn, so it was... What What's was your- it? What's your mom's favorite animal? My favorite animal is probably an ape. Mm. Okay, right, timer's up. Thing, though. Okay. Okay. My guess is the last one with the uh, you had to frame your family. My guess is the first one, just cause oh, I don't I don't know. Right. I'm right. Know who it is? First of all, Eli. Oh my oh. god. No way what? he has it right next to him. I love no it. No way. He literally is showing us the photo right now. That is insane. So oh my god. Type of me carrying a really cool looking sword. My dad also carrying a really cool looking sword. And we're dressed in these really uncomfortable clothes. That and is literally saying, the coolest thing I've ever seen. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then all right. The thing was the hamsters, I have had three hamsters. The one I have now is named Natasha, and the first hamster is named Isla, but I lied about the middle name. It was actually Poppy, not Molly. Oh, oh. interesting. Okay, okay. Ooh, sneaky, sneaky. Wasn't a straight up lie. It was. It wasn't a straight up lie. It was. It was just you changed a part of it. Within wheels. Interesting. Okay. Cool. 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 Eli, your turn. Okay. You ready? Yeah, 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 let me get my notes out. Okay. One to nothing. Yeah, I have zero. The loser. Um, <laughs> okay. Nice. I have been nominated for two different awards. I was in a show at Carnegie Hall, and I've cracked on stage once in my life. Okay. Uh, setting the timer in three, two, one. Which two sh- which two awards were you nominated for? A Jeff Award for my performance in Trevor and a Broadway World Award for my performance in Trevor. What show were you in when you cracked on stage? Finding Neverland. Ah, and what year was that? What show? 2016. What show were you in in Carnegie Hall? What was that about? It's called Road to Promise. And it was okay. like, I, it was, I was a little student and I had a rabbi and he was like teaching me about like Jewish heritage. I'm not Jewish though. So it was interesting. Interesting. Okay. And what song was it in Finding Neverland? When your feet don't touch the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. He's so amazing. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Uh, Let me think about what else. Uh, We're done. It's it's going off. Well, okay. Ian, what's your guess? 
I feel like if you were lying about Finding Neverland, you were lying very well. So I was, when you started to kind of hesitate during, uh, uh, when if you don't touch the ground, I was kind of like, ooh, maybe I've got him. But I could imagine someone cracking during that. So it's a, it's a very emotional song. But I don't know. I'm not, I'm not entirely, I mean, you're Carnegie Hall material, but I feel like I would have heard about this, man. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. It's so funny. Uh, I'm going to have to say it was Carnegie Hall that I was lying. I'm going to say purely because Eli has just things work out for him in weird ways. And I have never in my entire life heard you crack Eli ever. Even when you were going, when you were going through puberty and Trevor, you didn't crack. So I, and for some, your voice was, was, by the way, Ian, we went to a middle school together uh, when we were like 11. Eli was the top soprano. Isn't that crazy? I miss it. (laughs) Exactly like that. So I'm going to say the last one because I've never heard you crack in my entire life. Sydney's really good at this game. (laughs) Sydney's correct. I've never cracked on stage before. And honestly, I was really scared because in Trevor, I was 14. So like I should have already hit puberty and I didn't. And... I was like worried that like any day it was going to happen and it never did. So lucky. See, that's what I'm saying. Like things just weirdly work out for him like that. Yeah. It's annoying. <laughs> Even I yeah. have cracked. I've cracked on stage so many times. It's crazy. I've never cracked on stage because I haven't <laughs> cracked on stage. <laughs> there it's you go. All good. Yeah. Okay. We know the truth. <laughs> it's like, ha. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll set the timer for this one as well. Okay, ready? Yeah. Lucas. Number. Oh, I got so nervous. Why? Okay, number one. I am deathly afraid of elevators and escalators. Number two. I wash all my dishes by hand. And number three. The only bone I ever broke was my tailbone. I know it. I think. Do you? I'm pretty sure. Do okay. you? Okay, okay. ready? Okay. Hold on. Let me set a, let me set a, okay, minute. You have a minute. When did your fear of elevators and escalators start? I have, n- I, when did it start? When I was like 13. I have no clue why. I just, I am so afraid of them. Do you have a dishwasher? Yes, I have a dishwasher. See, I, I don't believe you do. I don't believe you do have I a do dishwasher. I do have a dishwasher. Ma'am. You do? <laughs> I feel like when I, I went no, to- No, I wouldn't house. lie about that. Okay, okay. <laughs> No, it's a white dishwasher. I have, like, I have a white dishwasher. Okay. Say okay. what? What a game where you have to lie. So that, I feel this, like this, this is fair. No, I, I I'm not lying about the dishwasher. I have a dishwasher. Can you fracture your tailbone or break it. What? Okay. Can you fracture your tailbone or break it. I like. I think I I think like a part of it like split because I was on a pull-up bar that fell. I was doing. It was actually before. Do you know the movie Logan? It was before my callback for Logan. I was, I was doing pull-ups on the on the bar. I had it set up on my door, and my brother was with me, and it just fell, and I smashed my tailbone on the floor. Ooh. Oh god, I'm really scared. Okay, I I'll let like Ian guess. If not, of us get this right, we're just gonna show that Sydney's the best out of all of us. That's so true. <laughs> that will actually not really be a problem because we already knew that, but <laughs> seriously. We'll have to- and, and pretending is so hard. <laughs> um, 
It's not like that's what we do for I a living. I kind of want to say the dishes thing. Wait. Okay. You go first. No, no, no. I no, 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 no. You go first. You go first, Eli. Oh, okay, okay. I it's it's the tailbone. It's the tailbone for me. I think you broke okay. your arm. Eve. When? Okay. Tailbone. Oh wait, no, I'm checking. <laughs> There's not really much to fracture, is there? Or, or... Yeah, well, that was the so other I thing. Actually, she, like, I didn't. I didn't actually get. I never got an x-ray. It it was purely an examination. So you can't really x-ray a tailbone. It's yeah. it's you have And here's the thing. It's hard to know if your tailbone like is actually so it's a it's kind of an invasive. Like if you want to like actually know if your tailbone is is broken, it's a very like invasive thing. Okay, so there's no like there's pretty much no x-ray for it. Okay. Um <laughs> I've narrowed it down. I think it's either the dishes or the tailbone. Sydney, you're a good liar. This is scary. I agree. <laughs> you're either a good actor or a good liar or both. I don't know, man. Yeah, I've learned say- my tells, I think. I think Eli should go first because he looks more confident. I went first. Oh, oh yeah. He gets the yeah, tailbone one. The tailbone one. Oh, good. I'm going to say dishes, but I probably am wrong. Okay. So Eli is right. I do wash my dishes by hand, and I am deathly afraid of elevators and escalators. The thing did actually happen. I did. I was doing pull-ups on a bar in my own home, and the bar just slipped from the doorway, and I smashed my tailbone on the floor. I didn't break it. I just bruised I just it. Say, you've, you've done something, but you've broken something, right? Never. Never broken you a bone. Anything. Okay. Wait, no. Oh. Okay. I love how your logic okay. for your answer was like, no, because I think you have broken a bone before. <laughs> well, I couldn't remember. I feel like when we played uh, soccer in the courtyard at our school, you, I've had a, f- I thought you broke something, but I- I'm wrong. That was so wrong. Oh right, you're so <laughs> right. Ah, uh, you're right. I'm sorry. Okay. Well- but I'm glad I got it right anyways. It, you know what it was for me? What it really was was the whole... Well, I thought that was it from the get-go. But okay. then when she kind of like stuttered on the whole, did you break it or did you fracture it? Great question, okay. by the way, Ian. Amazing question. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I yeah. Was I, was, I was a little... I was like, yeah, I, I definitely think it's that one. Incredible. Okay, nice. Nice job, guys. Like, hmm, maybe. But then I thought about the dishes thing when you was like, mm, yeah, I have a dishwasher. So here's the thing. I do have a dishwasher, but it's broken currently. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that we need sense. to get it repaired. So all of us have to hand wash our own dishes. Huh, all right. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. What was the final score? I'm the first Hamilton. I'm the first Hamilton. Hey, that's, yeah. the, that's the top accomplishment here. Okay. Um, so you get a score? you get a point for every person you fool and for every person you guess. Uh, so I have three points. Wait, uh, so you have points. I have two. I have, I have one. Wait, one. Yeah, I have one. No, oh, you fooled me. Yeah, I fooled you. So one point. Oh, because <laughs> oh, okay. I did. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. This yeah. was fun. Nice job. And here's the thing. Like, Ian came up with those on the spot. Yeah, that was crazy. Sydney I'm and I prepared ours. On the spot, so 
Yeah, go Ian. That was so good. He got those so mental juices flowing, and then it was all good. Well, thank you so much, Ian. This was truly a blast. You literally come back anytime. Once we learn Russian, we can do an entire podcast in Russian. Oh. Um, <laughs> I love it. Wow. And keep it up. <laughs> We're so proud of you. And yeah, uh, I just wanted to say just thank you for doing this and for giving us your time. We know you're crazy busy. Um, and it, I, it, it's been so fun to like ever since. I mean, like I'm not like I'm I'm a kid still, but it has been fun like watching you grow up and, you know, just see what comes next. And I can't wait to see what's next after Young Sheldon for you. Um, so, yeah, thank you for doing this. And it's been great talking to you and catching up thank you guys so much we we're the future of broadway so we gotta we gotta keep our broadway knowledge and our broadwaying sharp while this is going on That's right uh, you're so inspiring thank you so much and i am really afraid of sydney because she's really good at lying and also oh no no one else is lying i mean I'm- that tony nominee was no fool hey <laughs> We love you, Ian, and that is not a lie whatsoever. We love you so yeah. much, and thank and thank you, you so much. Thank I'll you. I'll see you guys later. See you guys see later. Ya. Take a bow, Ian Armitage. Yeah. This was such a fun episode. He's so funny. He literally, Sydney and I were laughing the entire time and literally. smiling ear to ear. I loved playing Two Truths and a Lie as our first time. He was the perfect guest to play it with. I know, and he was so quick, he just made it up on the spot. I loved it, and then he told us afterwards that all of those little truths and lies that he came up with, he found literally in the room that he was recording in, so <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, there you go, I mean, that's all you need, you know? It was awesome, and it was cool to like see, just, you could tell when he was talking about it, just how much he loves theater and how... Yeah. He's so happy and thankful to be doing what he loves to do and making people smile and everything. So it's just so cool to see that. It really is. And also just his maturity when talking about all of the ways in, in which he's, I don't know, like grateful for the life that he has and, and how he just like thinks about those things. And just like from the second I met him, he just like blew my mind at at. at And I'll say this constantly. He's just the most incredible. I mean, he's like 12, isn't he? He's he's just 12 years old. Yeah. I mean, he's so well spoken for 12. Like he's so outgoing. He's so well spoken. And it's cool because like, you know, when we were his age, when we were doing Fun Home and Finding Everland and like on Broadway and doing stuff and working with incredible people that I don't know about you, but like at the time, I really didn't understand that. And I get to know... I get to be, appreciate it more and more every day. Like as I start to understand and it starts to like really sink in of how lucky and what a great opportunity it was. But it seems like him, yeah. like at 12 years old, literally, he understands like these people that I'm working with are like incredible. And I ha- like, I'm so lucky to be doing what I'm doing right now. Like he just gets it. And I think that's just so admirable to listen. And he's so present in the moment always, which I love. And we mm-hmm. literally could have talked to him for hours. And like after we got off, we just we I don't we continued to talk and just like la- he showed us his hamsters. He showed us some like Russian yeah. songs. Oh my god, he's obsessed with Russian. I thought that was hilarious. I, the next time, Ian, if you're listening to this, the next time you come on the podcast, it's gonna be a full Russian podcast. 
Um, just so we, <laughs> we definitely need to have a Russian conversation. Uh, <laughs> or a yeah. conversation in Russian. That's it. I know. I feel so old. I was thinking about this. I feel so old because he's currently he's currently older than I was when he interviewed me on the Tony Awards red carpet. And wow. that just blows my mind. And that makes me feel like a grandma. <laughs> Please. <laughs> You're literally like 17. You're not a grandma. <laughs> Don't even, that's too funny. I, I know, but it's, it's crazy just how time flies. And, and he just continues to grow up into the most intelligent and kindest human being. Yeah, I seriously can't wait to see what's next for him and see where his oh. journey goes because he's definitely going to be very successful and a his very... His future is brighter than so the bright. sun. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's truly. I mean, look at his present like it's that, like, that's what i was like, saying like yeah <laughs> you know i mean he's worked with like all these incredible people and literally he, i mean just he's amazing at what we he are, does we are so beyond proud yeah of, seriously yeah well i mean like honestly because we've known him and like not to sound like a grandma or grandpa like <laughs> we've literally watched him grow up and I've it's known like you cool since you were a little at. munchkin <laughs> <laughs> I know. I used to hate when people say that about me. So I yeah, know. I'm sorry that we're saying this right now. <laughs> no, but he's like our little brother. Like, yeah. I mean, that's how I think of him. I think of him as like a little brother. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely family, part of the fam. Yeah. All right. So that about wraps it up. We will see you all next week with another special guest and uh, episode 16, which is pretty exciting. That's a yeah. whole four months. I know. Take a bow. Uh, thank you so much, Ian, for coming on. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Come back next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.